While Fuller House may be a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the Fullest House podcast where today, instead of the good time boys, we're the Golden Toad boys. I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. We got ourselves a football episode. Football. Ooh, time to sing the fight song. <laughs> you guys are so much more excited about that than I thought you'd be. Football. I mean, it's what the episode is about. Go sports. I know. I mean, it is what the episode is about. It's also about, guys, maybe a bit of a generational divide. Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of parenting in this episode. Yeah. It's about this episode, it's about family. Yeah. And also outdated and unnecessary parties re- regarding the gender of your baby. <laughs> yes. By the, it's about, by the time what? this episode comes out, the, the fucking family memes are gonna be I wanna keep in mind, this is the, the family stuff has been a running joke between the three of us yeah. for years now. And it no, just now became not, a meme not during just the time the, of recording. The three of us. The fa- fa- the Fast and Furious franchise is quite successful. It's quite the meme. Well, I mean between the three of us especially, it's become the, it was a running joke between the three of us yeah, at it's least. About family. And then it's about family. It's about family. This episode is about family. It's about football. And it is about the gender binary. Yes. So let's get started. Because, (laughs) guys, Stephanie's going to find out the gender of her baby. That's true. That happens in this episode. Or does it? Well, sort of. We also, we learned that Fernando, Fernando might be a witch. That's also something we learned. We're getting so far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. I'll let, I'll let Mark take care of this because he, he has notes. Well, importantly, the first thing that happens is Jesse drugs his child. <laughs> yes. You're that right, is that true. is important. <laughs> yes. That, that's such a it's random a throwaway line that we're just like, wait. Episode with. Yeah. Tommy and Pam are sleeping. Jesse says, oh, you're sleeping so nicely after your milk that definitely didn't have Benadryl put into it. And it's like, yeah, Jesse, Jesse fully in this episode about how Jesse is a good parent. We begin with him drugging his child. We begin with him drugging multiple children. Yep. Is that dangerous? Can Benadryl kill your child? I think that depends on how much Benadryl you put in the milk. I still don't think it's great that he did it even no, it's it's no. not great i'm just saying no. usually that usually like there's a set amount that can kill you like we don't know if he put in a lethal amount or not i'm guessing no because at the end of the episode the babies are still alive but look look you want to do exactly the right amount of heroin <laughs> too much is a bad time not enough I, that ain't gonna get you there you want the right amount. It's like Goldilocks. Hey, we're not talking about it being a good thing that he drugged his children. I'm just saying maybe he didn't put in enough to kill them based on the fact that they're alive at the end of the episode. It's still not great that he drugged it's his true. child. That's my point. It's not great that he drugs his <laughs> child. Uh, I'm just saying it could have been worse. Could have been worse. That's a great way to start any conversation. Could yeah. Have been worse. That's that's how I feel after watching episodes of Four House now. It could have been worse. Could have been worse. Whoa. Hey, we've had a few good Just ones. Just kidding. We, not, we, we've, yeah. had, we've had good episodes. This one like, wasn't quite like as good as the last few we watched, but... This, uh, could have been worse. Could have been worse. Guys, also, also importantly, 
Jay Money kicked the winning field goal, and he did it without any heroin. That's true. Jay Money, he's clean. Despite what the rest of the team thinks, he is not on steroids. Despite, yeah, I was going to say, despite the fact that Jay Money kicked the winning field goal, I want you to keep in mind this is Jay Money Fuller. <laughs> kicked the winning field goal. Jay not Money on roids. He's Tiberius not Tiberius That we know of. He is not on roids, as Jay far as Money, we know. Jay Money Tiberius Fuller, he is, he's a technique player, okay? He may not have, he may not have the, the, the the athleticism, but he's got smarts. He's got heart cannon now. He's got heart. This, this is all canon now, by the way. J Money's canon middle name now is Tiberius. He may he may not have ability, and he may not have brains, <laughs> but he's got a hell of a toe. And he may not have heart, but he's got a hell of a toe. <laughs> they, they give him the nickname Golden Toe Fuller because yes. he's so good at kicking the ball. And I, there, it's also revealed, at least in like the beginning of the episode, I don't think Jay Money knows how football works. No. Look, he show up, he kick ball, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, me, Jay Money, me show up, me kick ball through post. <laughs> <laughs> that is my purpose in life. Teammate carry me off field. <laughs> oh, God. It's a good impression. <laughs> yeah, that's Jay Money is a caveman now. It's a really, it was a really great acting choice by Michael Campion, friend of the show. <laughs> I'm going to keep using that line every opportunity yeah, yeah, I get. No. Do. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please yeah. do. But guys, DJ is so proud of her son to a point that it's becoming a problem. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As is often the case. Yep. With DJ. Also, we should note, Ramona's kind of provoking him. She's saying like, well, you know. Could be that day you mess up and everybody's booing at you. And he's like, oh, that's not going to happen. And DJ's like, yeah, he's not feeling any pressure, Ramona. My son would never feel pressure because oh, he's going to win, right? My son would never miss a field goal. In this episode about how... G <laughs> in this, I just want to underline. In this episode about how Jesse and DJ are really good parents... They're both kind of bad parents. <laughs> At several moments. But you see, Mark, uh, but you see, Mark, they have character development by the end of the episode. True. Kind of. Well, also, Steve gets to be the positive counterpoint yep. to being a bad parent. All it took was Jay Money being good at something for the entire world to freeze over. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah. I'll tell you, hell will freeze over when Jay Money is good at something. Which I guess means that Satan is dead from us bite. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray. They do start from a low point yeah. from which they can learn. Although I'd be I'd argue we don't know that Jesse learns not to drug his children. That's true. I mean, you know, they you know, both Jesse and DJ have their own redemption arcs in this one episode. I'd say it's up there with like the greatest of all time. I mean, like a, it's it's like a Prince Zuko tier redemption arc, and they yeah. do two of them in one episode. <laughs> two of them in one episode. It's I, it's on par, if not better, than Zuko's redemption arc. <laughs> I am going to start referring to any kind of story wherein someone changes. Which, let's be honest, or let's be clear. Most stories, <laughs> yes, as redemption arcs. Redemption arcs. <laughs> yes, I love that. I'm down. I'm a sucker for redemption arcs. So, putting well, is this podcast going to be the Good Time Boys everything. redemption arc? 
<laughs> this is we're gonna have a redemption. We we've already yes. gone through a redemption arc. We hated the show and now we kind of love the show. Yeah. Ooh, that's you, you know also. What? That's a very good point. You also went through a smaller redemption arc, Mark, where you started hating babies and then uh, learned to yeah. not hate babies. Yeah, he's gone from hating babies to now standing up for babies who have been drugged. Yes. <laughs> Don't drug your babies. You're right. They're never going to be good babies if you give them drugs. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to become bad delinquent babies. <laughs> you don't want a bad baby. <laughs> so don't give your babies drugs if you want a good uh. baby. And that should be the end goal. Not to have a healthy, well-adjusted baby. To have a good baby. Yes. Who is good at being a baby. Yes. <laughs> I mean, all the logic here is sound. Speaking of good babies. Hey, there we go. Jimmy and Stephanie are going to learn their child's gender. Well, well, Mark, we don't know if this baby's a good baby or a bad, or a bad baby yet. That's right, it's a fetus. It's a good fetus, though. It's a fetus. It's a good fetus so far, I guess. I mean, it doesn't seem like the fetus has been causing many problems. Two, two, two things, two things. One, I just wanted to do a transition. We were talking about babies, and they yeah. start talking about babies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And two, I do not try to judge the baby before it's born. It has the That's potential true. to be a good baby, and thus I am optimistic that this will be a good baby and not a garbage trash baby. <laughs> this, like, this is the end like of Mark's baby-hating redemption arc. <laughs> this is this is Mark after he has changed. The redemption arc has been completed, and now he's optimistic that all babies are good babies in their hearts. Yes. I don't try... I'm, I'm not like these people. I don't try to make judgments about this baby before they're born. You're right. Which is why gender reveal parties are stupid, yep. and they shouldn't have one. I understand wanting. I understand wanting I to know, know the baby's yeah. gender and everything. <laughs> gender reveal parties are bad, and guess what? DJ wants to have a gender reveal party. Yay! I mean, look, gender reveal parties are—they're bad if they start forest fires. <laughs> yes, for those who don't know, several gender reveal parties recently have started explosions and forest. I don't fires. think even recently. I think that's just a thing. If you keep it like small oh and safe and it's not hurting anybody, yeah, it's fine. If you start a forest fire, uh, if you start like a if you start a blue or pink forest fire, that's where you're lose. That's where you begin to lose me. Yeah. Was there something that like the person who invented the gender reveal party, like their child later came out as trans, or am I making that up? I don't. I, I didn't don't hear know. that part of the story. I did hear that the person who popularized gender reveal parties has begun to regret it. Um, yeah. So that that is sad. But anyway, also important as we as we mentioned earlier, Fernando does have special witch powers that allow yeah that allow him to guess the gender of any baby before it's born. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little, um, you know, maybe problematic that Fernando is gendering these babies even before they're born. But like or or have yeah. the few times that Fernando been wrong proved Ooh. to be right when they end up being trans. <laughs> Fernando is a, Fernando is an ally. It's canon. Yeah. He, like he guesses like he guesses boy and the baby ends up being biologically female. But then years later, he transitions to a boy. 
His special witch powers can't be wrong. Well, I was going to say, Fernando's a witch, and the only evidence we have of this is that he predicted that Ramona was going to be a girl. So he predicted one 50-50 shot. Well, that's the only example they cite. There could be more. Well, he does, he does have a sealed prediction later in the episode of the baby's mm-hmm. gender. Yeah. We do not know what the prediction is. We never find that out. Yeah. Which is, which I guess, spoilers we'll for the to. end of the episode. Spoilers. But yeah. Zach, how could you spoil the episode? I know. Oh, my God. I forget if we find out what he guessed when the baby is actually born, but I kind of hope that comes back. <laughs> I, I want to know if he's a witch. Because they actually do, I mean, this is later in the episode, but they do bring back stuff from earlier episodes as well. Yeah. So they're starting to do that. Whether yeah. or not he correctly guessed the baby's gender, I think we can all agree Fernando is a witch. Yes. Because oh, yeah. he's performed the greatest magic of all, getting touching into our, our heart, touching our hearts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, Jimmy is really excited about the fact that Fernando might be a witch. And he's like, come on, Fernando, I'm going to take you to the lake and see if you float. And there is no scene of this. It happens off screen. But I really would have loved it. There was a scene that just involves Jimmy throwing Fernando into a river. But I want it to be like very shaky, like home video. Home oh, yeah. yeah. Video oh, yeah. Square quality. witch project style. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just mean I mean more like America's funniest home videos than anything else. I do not want it to be professional quality. I just want random cut to a bridge and Jimmy just pushes Fernando off. Jimmy just pushes Fernando off a bridge. Yeah. A low bridge, not a high bridge. Yeah, yeah. Not not like a high bridge. He's not gonna die. He's just he's gonna float. Jimmy just tries to murder Fernando. No, he just tries to murder Fernando. You might have to murder him if he's a witch. I'm just gonna say. Witches, they can't be going around. A witch is like a bad baby in that you don't want one. <laughs> yes, Mark. That is exactly... You know... I say that, that all the time. You know, if, if there's one thing I've heard all the time, it it's that. <laughs> I know. I text it to you unprompted. Yes. It's, it's beginning to become kind of a problem. I mean, like, I kind of expect it every day. Like, I wake up and exactly at 9.48 a.m. every day, Mark texts me that exact phrase. And, and like, we're on opposite coasts. I have to really time that out. Oh, yeah, he's got to wake up super early because 9.48 here. I'm on the East Coast. Mark's on the West Coast. That's like 6.40. That's before 7 a.m. But I do it. I do it because I care. Yes. It's a good daily reminder. Yep. Anyway, you know who else cares? DJ. 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 She gleefully reports that the Chronicle, who we find out is not a Batman villain, (laughs) has named J-Money a... Player of the year, or I think player it was of the, the week. Year. I think Play, it was or week. Who cares? I don't know. It's a. It's dumb. Yeah, I'm gonna assume a kicker will not win player of the year. I mean, I assumed <laughs> I the the second I read my notes, I was like, that's wrong. But I'm just gonna read what I have. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure it was player. Of and the now league. you're fucking calling me out, Zach, because you hate me. I'm calling you out for your lack of football knowledge. How dare you? I think that's more a lack of journalism knowledge than football knowledge. Based on what we know about this team, how much they celebrate J-Money, maybe he is the best player on this team. We have no reason to believe that this team is good. Look, we we also later, we learn that (laughs) the quarterback ended up in a dumpster. They lost, but it wasn't J-Money's fault. They only win because of J-Money. They lose and it's not his fault. J-Money might very well be the best player on the team. 
Yeah. They they call him Golden Toe Fuller. J Money really is the young way coup of his <laughs> of his team. The football fans in the audience, you'll understand that. <laughs> football is for Zach what Frazier is for me. Yeah. <laughs> And if that doesn't tell you a lot about me as a person. If that, if that doesn't tell you a lot about our dynamic as friends, I don't know what does. You know, I'm just like, hey, Mark, did you watch the Super Bowl? And he's like, no, nah, I'm too busy watching Frasier. I'm like, come on, Mark, it's the Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah. And this happens every but year. But Niles is really horny for Daphne. What's going to happen? Go, and I go, I don't care if I don't care if Daphne's horny for Frasier. I, I, she's I not horny for Frazier, saw, she's horny for Niles. God, Zach, say, watch I don't the care show. If Daphne, I don't care if Daphne's leaving the Scooby gang to go after some guy. Tom Brady's gonna win another ring. We fully have to move on. Okay, yes. I do not know where we got lost in this. Anyway. DJ is way more into football than J-Money is. Yes. yes. J-Money's sort of like me. DJ's sort of like Zach. I, I will also say, DJ says that because of the winning field goal, the team has made it to the playoffs for the first time since DJ was a student there. So it's been a long time. J-Money fully is the best player on this team if the addition of J-Money <laughs> has done this. I mean, <laughs> yeah. all the evidence we have points to the fact that J-Money is fully the their the best, best player. He's entered the chat. Which, I must note, is very sad. That is yes. very sad. Maybe are we are we gonna nominate the entire football team for Sad Boy of the Week? Except for J Money. Except for J Money. Maybe maybe the entire maybe it's all like a fake football team. Like the rest of the football team, they're all like sick orphans, and this is a Make a Wish type thing. <laughs> what? what the hell? They're like what? sickly Dickensian okay. orphans. No, no, go on, go on. I need to hear how this works. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're sickly Dickensian orphans, and they've always really wanted to play football. So the school is like, ah, oh, gee, I don't know. Let's we'll we'll make a team, and we'll like say that they're the football team. <laughs> and oh, this other kid is also very sad. We'll let him be <laughs> a player. But like the rest of them, they're like ten years old, and Jay Money is sixteen, so he is by default the best player on the team. Oh, of course, it's a make a wish thing. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking of, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this video, but there's like a video on YouTube that's like kind of really bad, but also funny where it's like a video about like a Make-A-Wish kid who wanted to score a touchdown on the football team and he's like doing it and he keeps going and he's like running and he's about to get to the end zone and at the last second someone comes out of nowhere and just fucking just runs right into him and tackles this Make-A-Wish kid. Ow. That's how I'm assuming the game went. When they lost. Yeah, I didn't say it was a great idea. I'm saying maybe <laughs> this is what's going on, and that's why J Money is the best player on the team, because the rest of the team are just, like, sickly orphans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, sadly, though he may be the best player on the team, J Money has twisted his ankle. Oh, and no. I'm sure that it is real yeah. and not a lie <laughs> due to the pressure. Yeah, I mean, it's really weird how he was walking in just fine, and now everyone's talking about the state championship game and how Jay Money's the best player, and all of a sudden he walks away with a limp. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I totally it's, it's very could not convenient. see the twist of this episode coming yep. from miles and miles away. 
I've never seen a, something like this in a sports-based comedy story ever. I know. <laughs> this has never happened before. <laughs> uh, yeah, so obviously he's faking it, though technically we're not supposed to know that yet. But then we have... We have Jesse's daddy have and Jesse's me. daddy and me. Because he decided Session. that getting sexually harassed was not the best way to spend his Sundays. Yep. Yeah, so we found a new group of men. It's a daddy and me group, so he's not the only guy anymore. It's a bunch yeah. of, uh, you know, real men, real manly dad men. Yeah. And uh, he goes to the park for the first day. And who who should be there and the leader of this group of dads? But uh, Josh Peck. Yeah, <laughs> Josh Peck that was cool. Here. Josh Peck is here and Josh Peck is giving it his all. Oh, yeah. We just want to say Josh Peck is great in this episode. He's great. Uh, Josh Peck is very good at acting very over the top. Yep. Which we should know from watching Drake and Josh. And he is just giving it his all. It's wonderful. This is this is what Josh is up to now, now that Drake is in prison. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway. Anyways. Josh Peck, he's a real millennial. He we is. gotta say. In every yes. possible way. Because <laughs> he's is a bit of a millennial. You can tell that this episode was written by millennials, considering yep. that he's wearing not only flannel and a man bun, but is also very, very gluten-free, has severe anxiety, and detect addiction. Also, I think, like, the first thing he tells... He's, the first, like, line he speaks to Jesse is that he sees that he's, like, holding... Like a drink with like a plastic oh, straw. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh yeah. plastic straw, I see. I guess you don't care about the turtles. Yep. And it's yeah. just like, ah, yep. I can tell that this is, I can tell exactly what this character is going to be. Uh-huh. We get this dynamic. Oh, also boy. very good. He says like, oh, so I see you've brought your granddaughter. And Jesse <laughs> says, did you, ha- have I been grandfathered? <laughs> Which was the name of the sitcom he was on with Josh Peck. Wow, what a cheeky reference. Nice. I get Grandfathered it. Grandfathered hey, on know? CBS. Uh-huh. Was it CBS? Not I don't Netflix. know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, cheap reference. Grandfathered on network. Coming this fall. This Sunday is 7 Central. <laughs> <laughs> then it's uh, playtime. Jesse has brought a ball for Pam to play with, and Josh Peck's like, a ball? What is that? Because apparently... Even he did not play with balls when he was a kid. Well, his his exact line, he says, what's your what's she going to learn from that? Like, it's not an educational toy, but it's also like, you're so confused by the concept of a ball. (laughs) Yeah, this is exactly how real millennials are. Am I right? (laughs) Am I right, guys? Am I right, guys? Am I right? Am I? I do not know. I have not met another person. (laughs) <laughs> I have not gone outside in 20 years. <laughs> Which is also why I am confused by balls. What does the sun feel like? <laughs> well, if you want to like go up close and personal, probably very hot. Dangerously hot if, yeah. you, if you touch it. Okay, it, it great. Burns not going to go outside. Going to stay in for another 20 years at least. Oh, man. Uh, am okay. I right, guys? Uh, yeah. yeah, enjoy those vitamin D pills. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> slurping them right up (laughs) anyway so uh yeah there's some butt in of heads between a guy and a millennial that strange creature 
uh, Josh Peck also he created a parenting app. Yep. So yes. you don't it takes the guesswork out of parenting. To which Jesse is like, well, it takes. It sounds like it takes the parenting out of parenting, which is what Jesse says. Yeah, and Josh Peck is like, haha, kombucha. Yep. Because <laughs> he's a millennial. <laughs> 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 yep, that's exactly that's exactly what he says. He's a millennial hipster, so that's okay. that's his whole deal. Also, wait, in order to make an app that teaches you how to be a parent, wouldn't you already need to know how to be a parent? This is a good question. We're just cracking the entire case open like, right in here. In order to program it, is he just the marketing guy for this app? <laughs> Something about this question feels very philosophical about yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah about like knowledge and epistemology and, <laughs> and that's a philosophical discussion that I am not prepared to have on this podcast. Moving on, whatever. As long as I bring up the question, that's that's our question for the audience. What do you think? Have a philosophical debate in the comments. <laughs> yeah, hey guys, tweet at Fullest House Pod if you have any thoughts about how we know what we know. <laughs> can we ever truly know something is knowledge forever or is it only temporary does that lessen the importance of knowledge hit us hit up it. with your thoughts and remember to smash that like button yeah <laughs> like comment and subscribe uh anyway uh steve is checking out j money's foot yes yep. the fact that he's a podiatrist has finally proven useful to the show <laughs> it only took four and a half seasons yeah, like, actually is involved in the conflict beyond, like, the fact that he is a podiatrist. Like, it's actually involved in someone else's thing. It only took us until, it only took us until halfway through season four for, yep. you know, for, for podiatry to, to matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but he's saying uh, there's maybe some muscle bruising. He's just got to be off his feet, rest, and maybe he'll be able to play in time for the big game. Yeah. And so Jay Money's elevating his foot on Ramona's pillow and Ramona is very disgusted. It's good. It's all good. We like Ramona. Mm -hmm. I also, also important in this scene, Max refers to Steve kind of jokingly as Dr. Feelgood, which mm -hmm. is that a reference to the doctor who gave like Kennedy and other celebrities like drugs in order to funk, for them to function really yeah uh, i i don't uh, know enough about that to give a solid answer i i have no idea about that story so that's yeah crazy yeah yeah i've never heard of that before either so amphetamine injections oh god many many celebrities oh, no. um including the president Oof. and um i'm just saying we already have jesse drugging his children in this episode is Steve also drugging J-Money, is my question. Yes, 100%. How do you expect him to perform so well? <laughs> Welcome to Fuller's House. The theme today is drugging your family, yeah. drugging this, children. This episode is about parenting, and part of parenting is sometimes you just drugging gotta hop your children. on something. <laughs> yeah. But remember, kids, J-Money isn't taking drugs, because that player is clean. He's anyway. clean. He's all heart, that one. He's all heart and toes. <laughs> He's got toes. He has no hands, only toes. <laughs> He's just a sentient foot. He just showed up to practice he one day. And I was like, oh, what's a foot anything. doing here? But he then does. the foot 
just fucking nailed a 60-odd field goal. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess we got to put the foot on the team. He's just a foot. He doesn't know how to love. (laughs) (laughs) You need to teach him love. (laughs) There is no love, only kick. He only knows sport. That's all he has in his heart. All he knows is kick. Also, is there a rule within football saying that a sentient foot can't be a kicker? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing in the rules saying that a sentient foot can't play football. I I actually I, I mean, do it's in the think, name. to my knowledge, I think that there is a rule in football that a sentient foot can't play. But there's no rule that a sentient, I'm going to say eight foot tall foot, can't be on the basketball team. Air foot. Airfoot coming to theaters this summer. So what you're saying is there can't be a sequel called Airfoot, the Golden Receiver. Oh my fucking god. Guys, Jesse's worried that Pam's dad is too old. He is her dad and he's worried he's too old and she's missing out on experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, also very, very important to note. um, We learn because Ramona's, they put Ramona on foot duty and she's complaining about it. We learned that J-Money has one toe that's longer than all his other toes combined. How the fuck does that work? I, I was know. trying to that's visualize his, that. That's his golden I, toe. The only the only way I can really think of is that the rest of his toes are all, like, so tiny, and he has one, like, normal-sized toe. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're just a bunch yeah. of little nubs. <laughs> that's why his toe is golden. He doesn't have to... He concentrates force a greater amount in that one toe. Or maybe it is like this really long prehensile toe oh, and he can just really like pick up the ball and throw it with his foot. <laughs> I don't like this. I, I thought it was important to bring up, but I don't maybe like this. Maybe he should fight crime with this prehensile toe. The golden yes, toe. Yes, wait, 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 wait. He he forms a crime-fighting duo. It's J-Money and the sentient foot from earlier, Airfoot. And they I, become a crime-fighting duo. Yes. Crime-fighting trio. J-Money, sentient foot, Fernando is a witch. Yes. Yes. The order yes. of the triad. And Ramona the is order very of the very reluctant sidekick. <laughs> being like what the hell are you doing with me here <laughs> but so as I was saying Jesse is worried that he's not parenting Pam right I mean has has parenting all changed and DJ consoles him says ah there are some new gadgets and but it's not really that different you're you're golden you're a good you're a golden toe parent I'm gonna say that that's a new phrase we're gonna coin it right here Stay Copyright golden. Fullest House Stay Podcast 2021. Stay, Stay golden, golden toe. toe. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the Outsiders. What a topical reference. Anyway. Stay, go- Stay golden toe. Remember reading boy? that book in like sixth grade? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <sighs> uh, but, yep. DJ parents the parent. Hey. Gotcha. And then she and Jesse exchange each, other, each other's catchphrases. Yep. He's all like, oh, my Lanta. And she's like, you got it, dude. How you doing? Catchphrases. Norm. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's a nice scene where DJ consoles Jesse because Jesse's going through this period of self-doubt. I do like that the, I do want to say I like that 
the way they go with this storyline is not Jesse immediately comes home and he's like, ah, these millennial hipster parents, they don't know how to do it. I'm going to show them what real parenting is. And it's all about how he doesn't like millennials, that it is sort of like an, I don't know, has everything changed? Am I not going to be a good father anymore? You know, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah, that was a good way to approach it. Yeah. Just like they obviously he bickers a lot with Josh Peck, but yeah. there's never a sense that they hate each other or anything. They just yeah. like have different ideas about how to parent. Yeah. And it and it would have been very easy to make the whole plot line focused on that, but instead yeah. but instead it's more introspective. It's Yeah. It's 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 good. Yeah, that's a that's a good way of looking at it. You're right. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's good. That's I nice, like how actually. they did it. They did it that way. But uh yep, they get there's a large box for the gender reveal and they they gotta hide it from stephanie because steph she she ruins her surprises she opens her presents early and also apparently breaks into the gibbler house to open their presents early this is all when she was a kid of course but like steph you have a problem (laughs) yeah we love you but you have a problem you have to literally go out of your way to do that like my god do you think she got like full like cat suit burglars equipment yes etc i'm imagining Mm. little jody sweeten breaking into the the gibbler house oh right i fully forgot that it would be like little jody sweet yeah it wouldn't wouldn't be her nowadays it would be like her dressed up as Catwoman, as a child, breaking into a house. I, I just fully forgot, like, right, we know exactly what she would have looked like at that time. Yeah. You don't have to imagine. <laughs> so, yeah, she's, despite this not being her idea at all, and in fact being something she was sort of reluctant to do, uh, is now very excited. So that's good. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. So what's next? Next up, back at Daddy and Me. Heck yeah. Josh Peck. I don't know his character's name. I'm just going to call him Josh Peck. I remember it's Ben. Yeah, it's Ben. Okay, his his name is Ben, you said? Yeah, his name is Ben. Okay, so Josh Peck is talking to Jesse. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Fair, okay, yeah. Josh Peck's talking, Ben's talking to Jesse. um, And saying that his dad... You know, oh, you own the Smash Club? My dad used to go to the Smash Club to see this band, Jesse and the Roofers. And Jesse, thoroughly, thoroughly embarrassed, says, It was Jesse and the Rippers. I'm Jesse. But also, yes, some of the Rippers are Roofers now. Um, <laughs> things have not gone great. I guess not for, for the rest and of the band. And then this scene goes into fucking overdrive with uh, Josh Peck blames jesse for vietnam at one point he blames uh, jesse for vietnam at one point but he blames jesse for vietnam because he notices <laughs> the kids are a lot more hyper today than they usually are yeah which is uh weird which is weird because they usually they i i mean i assume everything's what it usually is they've had like you know just been hanging out eating the same snacks as always wait a minute who brought the snacks and they all point at Jesse, and then they realize, oh no, he got actual donuts instead of instead of sugar-free donuts. donuts. Instead of um, gluten-free, sugar-free imitation fro nuts. 
Phone. Oh no! How dare they? Or were they phone nuts? Because that would make more yeah. sense. Yeah, they're yeah. fake. Yeah, I think they were phone nuts. Yeah. I don't know why I put an extra R in there. <laughs> um, phone nuts is a very good name for fake donuts. Yes, people should yes. use that more often. It's very good. It was yeah, yeah. very good. I like that. It's 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 good. I also want to point out the way Josh Peck figures this out. Sorry, the way Ben figures this out. No. Um, is he grabs a donut out of one of the kid's hands and takes a bite and says, there's sugar in this. <laughs> he, he, I love that he literally, he takes dun, a bite dun, and then dun. spits it out. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sugar. It's very good. He immediately starts panicking because if he's having sugar, then he's not going to sit through nap time. And if he doesn't sleep through nap time, then like he's not going to be able to pay attention and he'll never get into Harvard and he'll end up a carny selling corn dogs. At the carnival. The carnival. Eating eating one donut is going to ruin his child's life. Josh Peck uh, is really fully embracing his most Josh Peckiness in this part. Oh, yeah. And And we love him for it. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It really does remind you of Drake and Josh and all that. Yeah. Jesse, where's the door hole? (laughs) Do Do you, I mean, do you think he's really justified in believing... All of this stuff, guys. Um, no, but wait, wait, I wait. Mean, so, so wait. So, Harrison, are are you calling him a liar? I ain't calling him a truther. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is gonna. I be ain't calling him a truther. Josh references. <laughs> Wait in the whole episode to bring to to set that up. Yep. I uh, I'm just imagining like as Mark has had this all planned out, and he's just been waiting. For the oh moment God. to do all this. The second he showed up on screen, I was like, well, we got to do a, are you calling me a liar bit <laughs> eventually? Oh, yeah. And I only now thought, okay, this is how I'm going to set this up. Um, and at, for those of you at home, you couldn't see it. But the second Harrison responded, I just started fist pumping in the air so hard. Oh, yeah. He was very excited. He was very, very excited. So glad that I didn't ruin your happiness by intentionally saying something other than that. (laughs) That would have been bad. You you gave me a gift, Harrison. (laughs) I I may have asked for the gift point blank, but you gave me a gift. (laughs) This is this is a great moment. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, Josh Peck is freaking out. All the kids are so hyper. How are we going to resolve this? Well, I'll tell you how we're going to resolve it, Mark. <laughs> Please do, because I'm not sure I quite understand. <laughs> so you see what happens is Jesse takes this little like toy piano and starts playing uh, Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith on this toy piano. And it starts calming down all of the children. They all immediately like, and the dads as well. They all come over. They have some, you know, great emotional attachment to Aerosmith, apparently. And uh, it was don't just... Wanna... Don't want to close my eyes. Don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, babe. Don't that was musical bits. Then it was a musical bit. <laughs> the greatest bit we've ever done because <laughs> it's musical this is musical bits. <laughs> musical bits. Musical bits. So, yeah, I don't see why the music immediately calms them down. 
Josh Beck also has a very emotional reaction to this song. Yeah. yeah. He's he's fully pied pipering them. He's he's hypnotized all these people with his um very heartfelt song. Is Jesse also a witch? <gasps> guys. Is Jesse a witch? Guys. Are they are they got got gu- gu- guys, guys, are they part of a coven? The, the, oh, this is we're busting yeah. this we're busting this conspiracy guys, wide guys, open. The entire guys, Fuller house is a witch's guys, coven. Guys, Fuller Coven. Fuller Coven. Yes. That's the spinoff, right? Fuller. I know we oh, pitched yeah. a spinoff, it's, but that's the spinoff. It's Fuller it's House, Fuller but, they're house all witches. but they're all vampires. <laughs> I know witches. What? Why did I say that? I'm stupid. Uh, ignore that. They're all witches. Fuller House, but they're all witches. All witches. Wonderful. Yep, Jesse hypnotizes everybody, tells Josh Peck, you just got to connect to your kids and I guess also have secret witch powers. Yeah. <laughs> but we go back to the house where Ramona is helping to take care of J-Money, but she's got to go go hang out with her friends. There's an exchange that I really love where she tells him, like, you know, there's pie in the kitchen. I can still get you a slice before I leave. And J-Money's like, I can get it on my own. Why are you, Stop being so nice to me. And she says, like, okay, well, I hope you get it on your own and you choke on it. And he says, thanks. And she, like, gives him a wink. And I, like, why isn't this show just about these two characters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This scene made us basically feel like, why is the show not the about was the best these two characters? The They're the so episode. good. They're so good together. Yeah. They have such a great dynamic. They're so good. I love it. Yeah. Should be about them. Yeah, I want right. I want the spinoff that Michael Campion pitched. Where it's it's just the kids in college and it's great. Yes. Yeah. That's in my heart, that's the real spinoff that that's I want. That's the real spinoff. That's, oh yeah. yeah. That's the real spin-off the show needs. But. Also also probably the most realistic spin-off out of everything yeah. we pitched. Yeah, of course. That's the only that's one the that could happen. That's the actual spin-off that we would pitch if we needed to pitch it. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm still holding out for Fuller Coven, but <laughs> Yes. Fuller Coven would also be good, but that's I mean, kinda hey, like a parallel show. Hey, Boy yeah. Meets World did just straight up have a witch's coven in it. So. Played by Candace Cameron Bure. It's her character from Boy... That's why we wouldn't pitch it. That's why we wouldn't pitch it, because it's not a spinoff of Fuller House. It is a spinoff of Boy Meets World. Her character from Boy Meets World starts a family. <laughs> and it's and just the entire witches. cast of Fuller House who just also happens to conveniently be there. Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, anyway, Ramona leaves. Jay Money goes into the kitchen. Ramona comes back because she forgot her sweatshirt. She wanders into the kitchen. And what do you know? She is dancing. Jay Money is, is fully dancing. dancing. It's a miracle. Huzzah. His foot has been fully healed. Huzzah. <laughs> we don't say the word huzzah enough. We, that's true. Huzzah. You're right. Yeah, it's a fun word to say. Excelsior. Um, but it's great. She finds him dancing. He does the thing where he slowly turns around and he goes, Hallelujah. I'm cured. <laughs> I know they have a limited amount of time in a sitcom, but I think I would have appreciated just like 10 seconds of them just staring at each other, just (laughs) striking in the awkwardness of that moment. (laughs) Wonder of wonders, miracle of miracles, musical bits. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, they have actually a pretty good scene where Ramona says, like, I'm not going to rat you out, but I think you should tell your mom. And Jay Money says, like, I don't want her to be disappointed in me. You know, she was so disappointed in me when she found out I had been drinking. I don't want to let her down again. And it's actually like a good scene building on one previous episodes and two like 
you know, characters. Yeah. It's good. Some good stuff. And he also confides that he's scared of trying and failing. But yep, um, she thinks he should tell DJ. And we cut to, to their credit, we cut right to him in the middle of telling DJ everything. Yeah. And they don't, they don't unnecessarily have him explain it to DJ on camera. They just yep. cut back to like after his explanation. Yep. Which is it's, great. It's, it's really <laughs> good. I mean, you know, you can see a world in which they do like some sort of humorous reveal for DJ yeah. as well. But I think that would have just been a little tedious. I think yeah. we already had like the humorous reveal. We had, you know, we know what's going on. So I do like that they just cut right into the middle of him telling DJ and she apologizes for putting so much pressure on him. But she says, you know, but you can't quit just because you're afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. But J Money wants to quit. He's a quitter. I guess. And mm-hmm. Steve tells his uh, an anecdote from his years as a sportsman. Steve to the rescue. Yeah. And it gives me an opportunity to embrace my nerdy love of sports outside of Zach's love of football, where Steve tells a story from his wrestling days and tells Yay. a quick PSA about about wrestling, which is that you should wash your mats, kids. Yep. If you if you want your yep. kid to do wrestling, make sure they wash the mats. Because he tells a story about like a guy he went up against who had green skin. Uh, the Hulk. Of, I guess a fungus infection. <laughs> that, um, well, he says he was wrestling against this guy they called the Hulk. And they're like, because he was so big and strong. And he was like, yes, but also because he had greenish skin. Yeah. Because his dad worked at a pesto factory. I really like <laughs> that detail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They great. keep bringing up pesto when Steve is talking about how strong this guy is. He said, like, I mean, he was hauling, hauling big bags of pine nuts everywhere. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and, the, and then he does say, turns out it wasn't the pesto. He had a fungal infection from well, an unwashed There's also, like, mat. a whole thing where he's trying to, like, comfort J-Money. He's like, oh, I was in this situation, and I didn't want to do it, but I did it, but I did it anyway. And J-Money's like, oh, so you beat him, right? And he's like, oh, no, he fucked me up real good. I was in the hospital. Because he like broke my collarbone or something like that. But he said but, he was I that he was the toughest opponent he had ever faced. <laughs> and it was a good thing he went to the hospital too, because it turns out the greenish the, hue was the not fu- from yep, the yeah, pesto. Yep. It was from the fungal we said, uh, yeah. yep. Yes. Yeah. But the point of the story, as Steve tells it, and I did not know the point of the story until Steve says, The point is Yeah. You know, he says you have a talent and you owe it to yourself. To see how far that talent can take you. Yeah. Is it going to be to the hospital? <laughs> or maybe <laughs> to victory at the football game. Yay. The football bowl. The football bowl. The football bowl. <laughs> J-Money wins the football bowl. Grunkle <laughs> Stan wins the football bowl. So, so DJ says, you know, you can, you can leave the team afterwards, but you got to finish out this season. And Jay Money agrees. It's good. And then we get to the gender reveal party. We where we find out the, that the team lost, but it was not Jay Money's fault. So as a result, uh, they threw the starting quarterback into the dumpster. This is a very this school takes football very seriously for a school that is not good at football. It takes it very seriously for a school that let Jay Money on the team. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, also. 
Jesse invites Josh Peck to the gender reveal party. Which was great. Yeah. Which is wonderful. I know it doesn't happen. I wish Josh Peck had become a recurring character as just Uncle Jesse's younger friend. It would have been so great. (laughs) Uncle Jesse's friend that he keeps around to keep him young and hip. Becky isn't here anymore. He needs someone to play off of. That's That's true. true. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's still weird to me that there was just like a random episode. It's like, yep, Becky doesn't appear for the rest of the series. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But they they take out the gender reveal balloon and Steph goes to pop it and she can't pop it. For some reason. And then Jimmy's like, here, I'll hold it. And he holds the balloon up to his face, like right in front of his yep. face. And Steph's like, hey, uh, Jimmy, maybe don't hold the balloon in front of your face so I'm not stabbing at your face. And he's like, oh, right. And he puts the balloon down. He's like, oh, you're going to be such a good parent. And there's like a whole couple minutes scene where Steph tries to pop the balloon and fails miserably. She ends up going to the kitchen to take out a big ass fucking knife. Well, she she ties she ties the balloon to the chair that Max is sitting on so it doesn't float away. And then she she leaves. She comes back. She has a huge knife. She says, here's Stephanie. Like she makes a reference to The Shining, a movie where a man like tries to murder Kills people, people. Yep. yeah but max gets up and the balloon floats away with Taking the chair it takes the, the chair with it yes i don't see how that works but okay it's, it's a big balloon but i don't think it's that big yeah but we we set it up earlier it's now paying off also any balloon big enough to carry away that chair is also big enough to carry away the box that it was sitting in. Yes. Oh, that's, that's oh, yeah. very true. Floating box, witch box, magic witch, magic witch box. Magic witch oh, box. Magic witch, Speaking magic of box. magic witches, we set it up earlier. It's coming back now. Fernando has an envelope with his prediction. A sealed envelope with his prediction. <laughs> um, And he gives it to Steph so she can still find out the baby's gender. And she rips it up because Steph dun, dun, dun. doesn't want to know. Whoa. Uh, which, Who could have uh, seen that coming? Yep. Mm, fuck that. The need to see the reveal. Whatever. Just this such plot a line trope. was surprisingly boring. Anyway. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. just such a very, very tropey thing. Yeah. Happens all the time. And... Also, like, I don't know. You can just know. It doesn't change anything. I know my parents said, like, they, for a little bit, were like, they didn't know if they wanted to know or not. Um, And then, or, you know, they didn't know. And then the doctor told them, and they said immediately they felt relieved. Mm. That they weren't sure, but that the second they found out my gender, it just, like, lifted a weight off Mm. them. So, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know the story of, like, how my parents knew my gender, but... Well, my mom is an OBGYN, so she has many That's stories true. about yeah. um, my birth and just is very into all that stuff. Yeah. But, yep, um, Josh Peck is going ham on the cake. Yes. Just fully is. shoving the entire cake into his mouth. Because he has been deprived of sugar, I guess, for many years. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say. Presumably <laughs> by his wife. Been who sugar has deprived for many, futon. many years. A spare futon. A spare futon for him to sleep on yeah. when he pisses her off. Yeah. We should also say when he's freaking out, he's very, he's very scared that his wife is going to be mad. Uh, he's very scared <laughs> of his wife. Yes. 
Also, spare futon. They have two futons. They sleep on a futon. <laughs> it's so good. Anyway. Anyway, I think that's it for the episode, which brings us to your favorite segment and mine. Sad boy of the week. I know you like saying it, Zach, so I was letting you say it. I said it. Who 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 are our our nominees? Josh Peck. Josh Peck. Oh, yeah. The football team. The football team. The entire football team. The entire football team. Uh, Um, Jesse? Jesse could work, but I don't think he's going to beat anyone. Jesse could work. I don't think i it's i mean i know we're not nominating most of the usual characters but i feel like it's kind of josh peck yeah i I can go through it but i feel like it's kind of josh peck i I think yeah it's been a while since we've had a weird winner and i am more than happy to give it to josh peck now the question is football team yeah the it's josh peck or the football team so, do you want me to go over the cases just sure. between yes. the football team and Josh Peck? Yes. Yes. The football team, they're so bad that Jay Money is the <laughs> best player. Also, also keep in mind, uh, if I may add, they haven't been to the playoffs since DJ went there. They haven't been to the playoffs since <laughs> DJ went there. And when Max finds that out, he's like, there was football when you were a kid? What? Was it played by dinosaurs? Oh, was, was the coach a caveman? <laughs> was was Jesus Christ the water boy? Oh my god. <laughs> no, that no Mark, that was Adam Sandler. You, you're right. Adam Sandler was Adam also Sandler alive started in a movie time. called The Water I, yep, Boy. I, yep. Yeah. I caught that reference, Zach. Yeah. That's me. I'm the guy who brings the niche Adam Sandler references. I don't know if that's niche is my point, actually. Well, the, uh, niche as in, like, Adam Sandler references are kind of niche compared to what we usually do. Again, Anyways, I might quibble, but okay. <laughs> anyway. Josh Peck. I think that's the case, though, right? That they're yeah, so yeah, bad. Yeah. Jay the best player? Yes. Uh, Josh Peck. Uh, he's a real millennial hipster type. Guys. Oh, yeah. He doesn't understand what a ball is <laughs> or how to use it because that's not it's not educational. I don't know. Maybe if you wrote like like one of Shakespeare's sonnets on it so they could like read it while they were playing with the ball, it would be educational. Right. You understand yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah. very smart and good is what I'm saying. <laughs> they play catch. They all stand in a circle and they're playing like catch where it's like you recite one line of a Shakespearean yeah. sonnet. And then pass it somewhere, and then they have to recite the next line. Yep. He grandfathers Jesse. He does. Get it? Ayo. It's like the show they were on, which sorry, I should probably mention this earlier. The IMD trivia for this episode, there's like five things listed under trivia, and three of them are all variations of Uncle Jesse all... asked if he just got grandfathered. That's the sitcom that him and Josh Beck were in. Oh, God. It's like <laughs> variations of that. <laughs> Anyways, go on. It just none of them noticed that it was all that same yeah. trivia. Uh, he has created an app to parent his child because he does not know how to parent his child. He's trying to create the perfect formula on how to make the best baby. Yep. He doesn't know about classic rock and roll group Jesse and the Rippers. 
He yeah. thinks they're called Jesse and the Roofers. Or or Aerosmith, based on his reaction from later in the episode. Yeah, here's where the sadness... He, he's always kind of... He's not a high-status character. But here's where the sadness, as we put it, comes in, which is... Yeah. Um, he notices the kids are hopped up on sugar and immediately starts freaking out. Um, he has a whistle. He blows a whistle. He blows a whistle, which he has. It's an emergency situation. <laughs> it's an emergency whistle. Didn't he starts think of it that way. He's, he starts <laughs> running around. Whistle. He starts throwing kids. He immediately he starts throwing kids. He immediately goes, My kid has had a donut. He's never gonna get into college now. <laughs> My wife will will hate me. She will divorce me because my kid had a donut. Why have you done this to me, Uncle Jesse? <laughs> Why have you done this to me, Uncle Jesse from Full House? But <laughs> uh, Why have you done this to me, Uncle Jesse from Full House? Um, but <laughs> as the adage goes, music soothes the savage Josh. And yes. makes him and cry. That's the cry. other thing Mark texts. That's the other thing Mark texts me every day. Whereas like the other one's 9:48 a.m., this one's 9:48 p.m. Yep. So it's like every 12 hours I get some Mark wisdom. Yeah. Music soothes the savage Josh. Yep. Yep. And then um Uncle Jesse has brought him into a new world because when he comes into the gender reveal party, he's eating a cupcake. Yeah. And he's like even down to like licking the wrapper. He has not had sugar in so long. God. <laughs> and he fully takes a tiered cake, a big tier cake with many tears, it's and just so shoves sweet. it into his face because he just needs that sweet, sweet sugar. Oh, God. This man has been broken, and he is now starting to slowly put the pieces back together. Oh, man. So I vote Josh Peck. I, vote Josh I also Peck. vote Josh Peck, yeah. So uh, yeah, oh, we don't even need to think about this one, right? Sweet. Yeah, we're all voting Josh Peck. Ben, yeah. so aka Josh congratulations Peck. to Josh Peck, aka Ben, uh, joining. Hold on, I need to see if I can find the uh, the amazing group of one win people. Yeah, it is um, Macy Gray, Rocky, Sad Teacher Man, Mankowski, Jimmy, and now Josh Peck. Oh my god, love it! I'm not counting people from bonus episodes, obviously. Gotta love that Jimmy still only has one win. I mean, I know it's not He's that not a he's sad not really man. Sad. He's a very happy man. He's a very happy man. Anyway. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So that is going to do it for another episode of the Fullest House podcast. If you liked what you just listened to, make sure to like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fullest House Pod. Once again, I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. And until next time, may your houses be fuller. And may your Josh's be packed. Huzzah!